0: Welcome to the Future of Food Show. I don't have to tell you that technology is changing the world around us at a rapid pace. We've got phones in our pockets that are actually computers that are more powerful than the most powerful machines of a single generation ago. We have the ability to drive anywhere we want, in extreme comfort or extremely fast, without burning any fossil fuels, If we wish to avoid that, we have 24/7 connectivity with everyone in the world through the internet and these advances in technology now extend to our food. There are so many delicious tasting alternatives to beef, chicken, and pork that are starting to appear and even become available at all your favorite restaurants and grocery stores. In the last two years, veggie burgers have really taken off as a new realistic products have been released to the market. The Future of Food Show focuses on the interesting world of plant-based meat options. I'm your host, Scott Duffy. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. Welcome to the Future of Food Show, where we focus on the rapidly growing world of plant-based meat options. I'm Scott. In this show, we're discussing the latest news, the companies, the products and all of the interesting developments in the world of plant-based meat. Maybe I should have called it the Plant-Based Meat Show, but no, it's the Future of Food Show. In the last episode, we discussed why having alternatives to meat for chefs and cooks to use in their cooking is important. Today, I wanted to address the top five myths that come up when I discuss these plant-based meats with people. There's definitely some misconceptions, half-truths, and wrong impressions, So let's get those out of the way early. The first myth is that plant-based meat will destroy the meat industry. Now, I've got no special powers that allows me to see 10 years into the future, but I don't think that the meat industry is going away or will even reduce in size. When you look at the numbers, some of them are quite startling. In the United States, the number of farms devoted to farming plants versus livestock is fairly evenly split, almost exactly 50-50. I would not expect that to change. There are nearly 100 million cows being raised in the U.S. That number has been slowly declining over the last few decades. And I do not think that veggie burgers will cause a significant change in that already existing trend. What I do expect will happen is that as it becomes easier to be a vegetarian, some people will choose to stop eating meat like I did. And then some people will choose to eat less meat. And of course, to be honest, the vast majority of people, it won't change their habits at all. So as I said in the last show, the main effect I see will be just expanding the number of restaurants that vegetarians can plausibly go to increasing sales to those restaurants, and also expanding the choices that we have on existing menus to beyond just one or two unremarkable dishes. The second myth is that these products are only for vegetarians. They're not. It's another protein choice that you'll have when cooking or ordering food. Instead of having to choose between beef, chicken, pork, fish, or tofu, there might be like a sixth option for you to choose from. The CEO of Beyond Meat recently said that 93% of the people who buy their products in stores are meat eaters. Now, we'll talk about tofu at some point in this podcast. It's an easy to prepare option that some places offer, but it's definitely not improving the taste of many dishes it's added to. The third myth is that it will always be more expensive than meat. Right now, Buying the Beyond Meat patties in-store costs a good amount more than even high-quality ground beef. But that's a question of economies of scale at this point. There's no reason that plant-based proteins will continue to be more expensive in the long run once more competitors come on board and they become more popular. Think about the resources that go into raising cattle. There is significant human labor, land, food, Energy and water required to raise a cow from birth to adulthood. How much does it cost to raise a plant? Plants are easy to raise, actually. They don't move. The care for them can be automated with sprinklers and lights, and you can even stack them vertically if you needed to. So, in the long run, we should expect meat to be more expensive than plants. That's not true today, but let's give that a few years. The fourth myth is that it's a fad that will go away. Now, I had a grocery store manager that I was talking to last week tell me that he had customers excited about buying the Beyond Meat patties, but he didn't understand it. He expected that this would be something that will come and go. Another funny product that appeared on his shelf and only to disappear sometime later. Only time will tell like in a few years if we've forgotten about Impossible Foods and Beyond Meat. But I personally don't think so. I think this is like Tesla. Just like Tesla was the proof that an electric car works and the market wanted it, these plant-based proteins have likewise proven that plant-based protein market wants it. Restaurants that add Impossible Burgers have seen decent increases in sales, while their competitors that did not do that have not. These products have sold out, and the companies have sometimes struggled to keep up with demand. The market is there. And the fifth myth is that veggie burgers are healthier than regular burgers. Now, this is a huge one. People think, well, I've been trying to lose a few pounds lately. I'll order the Impossible Whopper instead of the regular Whopper. I don't think anyone is trying to say that switching from eating beef hamburgers to plant-based hamburgers is some significant step towards healthy living or weight loss. A regular Whopper has around 290 calories, and the Impossible Whopper has 240 calories. Okay, yes, that's about 20% less calories. And reducing your overall daily calorie intake by 20% if you did it across every meal might help you achieve some weight loss goals. But the amount of fat in that burger is about the same. The amount of salt is about the same. A burger is still a burger. Fries are still fries. If your goal is to become healthier, this is just the first step. You need to make other changes in your life to reach that goal. Now, there are many other good, healthy reasons to reduce the amount of red meat that you eat. Some scientists will say that reducing your red meat intake will reduce your risk of diseases like cancer. There are also environmental impacts of cattle production. But you should have it in your mind that eating a plant-based protein burger is actually not that much healthier than a regular burger. It is a little bit, but not that much. So, Those are the five myths of this new future food world that we live in. Please subscribe on your favorite podcasting or video platform if you want to get the next episode delivered to you automatically. And also go ahead and hit the like button and share this on your social media. I want to thank you so much for that because it's going to help to get the word out about this show. If you'd be so kind as to leave a good review wherever you're watching this This podcast will get exposed to even more people. I would appreciate all of those things. We're at PlantBurgerFan on Twitter and Instagram and also PlantBurgerFan.com on the web. I am so very excited for the future of plant-based meat products. I see them as revolutionary. It may not even reduce the number of cows and other animals consumed, but it becomes another good, delicious option for everyone to enjoy not just vegetarians. It's another food option for us all. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day.